welcome to Statements of Opinion. I'm your host, Francine Vasquez, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about everyday events, happenings, pet peeves, and everything under the sun in order to provide you with a fun and sometimes serious look at life. So this week, I wanted to talk about something I came across in an article, and I hadn't really heard of it before, but apparently it's been around for some time now, and it's a concept called ungrading. I don't know if you've heard about this, but to put it uh, into terms that I think I understand, it's kind of taking the focus off of actual grades and putting the focus on learning. So students aren't earning grades like A, B, C, or 90s, 100s. And instead, there should be like, I guess, a series of self-reflective pieces and essays and things that allow the student to kind of gauge how they're doing and involve themselves in the process as well. And by taking that focus off of grades and and putting it on, you know, the feedback between the teacher and the student and things like that, I, I think it's supposed to be a better way for the students to learn. And at the end of the process, you know, they have reached the level of where they should be or what they should have learned or something like that. I'm probably not doing it justice because I just learned about it and I was just kind of reading up on it. And um, if you know more about it, then definitely drop a comment and let me know and let us know more about it. But I have some initial thoughts. I haven't really done a deep dive into it and might need to revisit this and maybe I'll have um, a guest speaker or something so we can hash through it. But I do have some thoughts. It seems to me like, okay, we know that in our society, grading seems to be a very big problem. Students have a lot of pressure and they're all trying to get these top grades and they want to get them for different reasons, either to get into good schools and colleges or when they're in college, do well, you need to pass. You know, you don't want to repeat this the course you're taking, you don't want to repeat a grade if you're still in um, K to 12. Grades are the way that we determine in the United States, definitely, how you've done in a course and if you've mastered that information. By ungrading, you're right, it, it could take a lot of pr- pressure off, but I have some concerns. I feel like the problem with ungrading as I've seen it and as I understand it is that I think it's too subjective. So if you're if you're teaching a subject and that student is supposed to do self-reflections and you know write about how you feel you've achieved this or how you know reflect on your work to this point. Well, I know myself, I don't like to write. I don't like to write a lot at all. And I tend to, when I have to do things and write things, I tend to write write really short paragraphs in, in amounts of information. But somebody else may be more verbose, and they might be writing pages and pages in a self-reflection. I probably would just do a couple of paragraphs. So my question is, 
in ungrading using that kind of a system, are there parameters? Are you going to say that you have to write this much in order for it to be enough of a reflection? Um, I'm sure you're getting guidance from the teacher or professor on how to create this self-reflection. But if you're learning a subject like English, literature, or anything like that, and you haven't mastered that yet, especially in the in the elementary grade levels and middle school, I would say this could be an exercise in in frustration because if a student is not strong in writing, then how are they supposed to reflect if that's the actual subject they're trying to learn and trying to master, and if they aren't good at writing then how do you determine how they're doing? Do you do it by different means? Do you allow them to do it digitally or record something? Or are you just judging them on, like, how are you judging them? And I guess, I don't know if that's the point of ungrading, that you don't want to judge. But if we don't, then how do we hold students to a certain a certain level how do we how do we determine that you've learned this information and you know it enough that you can go to the next level because that's what we're doing in schools right we're teaching you how to read write math social science all of these things history and starting from elementary school it all builds to the next level to next level for example math you learn how to add and subtract and to multiply and divide and then you go into like algebra and things like that it gets more and more complex as you go up right i might have skipped a few steps there but you get the idea right so how do you determine if you're not using grades how are you going to determine that this student knows enough about addition and subtraction to move on to multiplication and division. What are you going to use to determine that? Typically, don't they, with grades, you know, when you're testing them, they're getting a certain mark and you average it in every test. And by the end of the year, you have all these tests and all these grades, you average it. Maybe they've averaged a C, maybe they've averaged a B. You know, maybe all their tests are 80s and above. So you kind of, you know where they're at and you know that, okay, if they're 80s and above, they pretty much understand this concept. They're ready to move on. But if they're, if they're only getting, you know, 30s and 40s, then they're not getting that concept. We have to work on it. But if you're leaving it to a a self-reflection, are young kids able to self-reflect? Can they do that? I, I get it. On a college level, you may want to do that. I, I, I'm still iffy on grades with that because I feel like, and this could be because I'm so used to this system and it's the only system we have, but I feel like grades give us important information and important objective information, right? So in elementary school and, and middle school and maybe even high school, It's difficult for students to reflect accurately on how they're doing, you know, and even with a lot of feedback, I think that would still be difficult. And at what point do you say, how how much feedback do you give? 
you give it constantly, weekly, daily, monthly? Um, and what happens if you get to the end and they have a certain perception of how they did and you have a different perception? They're saying, hey, this is my self-reflection. This is how I feel. Do you tell them they're wrong? I, I mean, I, I'm not sure how it would work in grade school. But let's talk about on the college level, right? I think that with grades, we have a certain level of objectivity. It's easier in things like math and and, and subjects that are concrete, but let's talk about a subject that's not concrete, like psychology, you know? So you're graded on, on papers and assignments that you turn in, right? And there's a certain rubric that the teachers use that determine an A paper and a B paper and a C paper and a D paper, right? Using that, you kind of get an idea of where everybody falls. But if everybody's self-reflecting and not getting graded for what they do, I feel like it becomes much more of a subjective activity. If I write something and I write very short and this person writes something and writes something very long and we're both reflecting on our experiences, do we have the same level of knowledge on our subjects? What would be the determining factor that we that we know enough that we can then take that information and use it in society? And would you use this ungrading system on everything? Let's talk about a doctor. And a doctor needs to know certain skills in order to go out there and treat human patients, right? Would you would it be fair to not give doctors grades and have them do the same situation? Can you trust that that doctor then has had enough learning and on a level that they can safely treat other people? When you have grades, you know what level they're at. It's telling you because you're seeing their performance. When you have a system of feedback and and personal reflection, you don't really have that same gauge. Like someone can talk about what they think they've experienced, but you can also fudge that. If if you're a good writer, you can make up whatever you want and it's going to sound really good. But that how do you prove that then they know enough to do that? Do you do ungrading in every single course, in every single major, in every single subject, or only on certain ones? where that kind of critical thinking plays a factor. I, I don't know. I, I see some real red flags in this, and I don't know if I'm explaining it really well. I probably need to read up more on this. I don't know. It, and it also depends to me on w- the reason why you're trying to do away with grades. Because I heard uh, one... One article that I read, because I tried to read a couple of them, but I didn't get that far. But one of them that I read, they were saying college students are pressured and we shouldn't be pressuring them in their freshman year and they shouldn't have grades put on them because it's too much for them and stuff. And I was like, that's kind of ridiculous because we've spent our entire educational career to this point with grades And the first year of college 
yes, can be stressful, but I don't think any more stressful than your senior year in high school. And I don't think taking away grades is the way that you, you fix that. Maybe you need to incorporate other things, but not necessarily taking away grades. Like it really struck me at wrong. You know, it's, it really struck me as a cop out. I'm kind of on the fence with ungrading. I'm still, I'm against ungrading for freshmen for that reason, but I don't know. I need to learn more about this. And I think I will have a guest and we'll talk about this and I'll read up a little more. Um, If you know anything about it, like I said before, definitely drop a comment because I want to hear more and I want to understand more because I don't think I'm quite hitting exactly what it's all about. So, you know, this will be part two coming up um, sometime in the future because we really need to address this and get into it. And I don't think it's going away anytime soon. All right. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new content. And I'll talk to you next time.